threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're talking about tips today. <laughs> just the tip, baby. Nah, that's all what people <laughs> want. All, just want no tips. They just want our tips, Cam. <laughs> what do we? What is it that we're uh, talking about today? We're what talking you? about Bob's tips. <laughs> <laughs> Bob's tips. Yeah, we are really. Yeah. So, um, we figured we've talked about bug out bags. What to put in bug out bags? Why don't we talk about some tips? Is what we thought. Let's yeah. talk about tips of like making your bug out bag experience. The best it could be. I like that. <laughs> it almost sounds like Bob. Best <laughs> it could be. Yeah, exactly. No. Uh, yeah. Before we get to that, though, I got to tell you about Battlebox, Cameron. It is the monthly subscription box full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month, Battlebox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here's a sampling of what users received this month. The Silent XL Utility Faraday Bag. What? That's pretty rad. Can't even see it. Can't how, even hear it. How about the Barska Gladiator 10 to 30x 60 millimeter zoom binoculars? Gosh dang, you're gonna be looking at stuff. <laughs> right? 30 all, times. All this badass and starts at just $34.99 per month. They've shipped over a million boxes and won best subscription box of 2020. Our listeners get a free knife. That's free, Cameron. When you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers, get your first battle box plus a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Listener reviews starts now. I, I apologize for the voice. I sound a little yeah. hoarse. Happy birthday, Dad. Is that yeah, your oh yeah, dad? that was my yeah, my dad it's my dad's birthday today. <laughs> I was gonna say happy birthday, Dad. Which one? The only one I got. I only got, I only got one. I only got one, Daddy. Yeah, he's uh, 63 today. Wow. Getting old, getting up there. Same age as your height, right? Isn't that about what he is? He's about 6'3", <laughs> and he's 63. That's right. That's awesome. I know. So, happy birthday. Hope your wildest dreams come true, Pops. Yes. And uh, I don't know. He's a character. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. How about a listener review? Let's do it. Great podcast. Uh-huh. The end. That's a good one. I was sitting on the toilet in JFK, and written on the wall was, for a good time, listen to the Casual Preppers podcast. So I did, and I love it. Such an entertaining and informative show. Keep them coming. Yeah. I wonder if that's true. I hope it is. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. His name was Trump Tight. <laughs> that's the name. Trump Tight. Trump Tight. Trump Tight. Yeah. If you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, leave us a five-star review. Make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. Yeah, I know I kind of stole yours, Cam, but I thought even like if we both good, talked about this, one. that uh, it's just too insane. Yeah, right. It really is. You go ahead. Okay. Well, <laughs> we had a we had both, but I had a little something else to go with. Sure. That, so. Yeah. So a ufologist claims to show two alien corpses to Mexico's Congress. This could only happen in the Mexican Congress, yeah, I think. I agree. So it, they were having some sort of a hearing in Mexico about UFOs and aliens, and like this dude just shows up with some aliens. <laughs> Look at that guy. <laughs> Look at the aliens I brought in these boxes. <laughs> 
Hold the phone. <laughs> Look at this alien I got. Yeah. I got two. <laughs> I almost had one, but now I got those. <laughs> I got those. Not one, but those. <laughs> those aliens. Check it out. Um, yeah, they are just like these crusty, <laughs> dusty looking little models. It's so of, funny, man. It's like so stupid. Like, I like how they're like kind of clean, but yeah. not clean. If you look, you look close, there's like dust in the, in the little coffins. There's, yeah, it looks like brown sugar's been yeah. sprinkled on there, made a little dirt. They're little shoebox coffins that they're in. <laughs> yeah. Made oh. from an Amazon box that <laughs> yeah. shipped to him. He's like, oh, but it, all up. They sort of resemble... Put my blouse down and then put the alien yeah. in it. Sort of resemble like E.T. It does. It looks like its head's all caved in, but it's so like, like it's so square. Yeah. Like yeah, I know. It's not like the body has like dehydrated and no. you can see bones. It's like it looks like it came out of a box at Toys R Us. It has no teeth. They said <laughs> that. Yeah. It honestly. Well, we all knew that. I was talking to. I was telling Cam about it today. I'm like, it looks like he was like on his way to this hearing. Saw a pinata on the side of the road <laughs> that was sort like of alien shaped. Grabbed a couple <laughs> of them, threw a bunch of dust on it. Yeah. Put them in a box. Well, too much dust. <laughs> I'm going to make these guys go, whoa, look at this. <laughs> you know? You want to touch it and take it easy. Take it easy. This alien is mine. You guys can look, but do not touch it. How about uh, 10,000 peso, huh? Yeah. Muy bueno. <laughs> Eliano. It looks like a, almost a wood carving, too. Like There's yeah. like little, little like divots in it, like yeah. it's been carved out of something. Like maybe it's a marionette alien or something. <laughs> His legs are going to dangle there, and he's going to talk dirty about <laughs> stuff, yeah. you know, alien uh, things. The thing that's weird, too, is it's like we got him from Peru. Yeah, in like, what do they say? It was Mexico? like 2016 or, or 2017. They're estimated to be a thousand years old. Easy. These are super old alien <laughs> bodies. Okay. How old? Uh, probably like a thousand years we old. We estimate, me and my grandmother think it's about a thousand years old. <laughs> my grandmother. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. My cousin took a look. He said about 1,500. I thought maybe 500. <laughs> we get right in the middle, about a thousand. <laughs> Yeah. Thousand years. We try to remember them on Day of Dead. The yes. Dead. Dio de los Muertos de los Elianos, senor. <laughs> Do you want to buy them today? Yeah. <laughs> 15 American dollars. You can take them to your Congress and show them to the President Biden. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, the pretty next crazy. cruise ship that comes in, they're like, you want to buy this too? Yeah, they're, they're standing out as everybody's walking yeah. in Sonata. To I got check two out. aliens, huh? <laughs> yeah. Buy one, get one free. This crazy. Never yeah. before seen they look in the United States. Highly encourage you to go look it up. Actually, I yeah. might even just post the picture today. Yeah. I was going to. I'm like, I'll wait till after the podcast. It just <laughs> blows my mind. It's like this is like a real official thing. Yeah, yeah. Bring in the bodies. <laughs> Bring them in. Everybody keep your pants on. Here comes the bodies. Pantalones on, senors. <laughs> Do not lose your blouses. Here they come. This is going to blow your blouse off, bro. <laughs> blow your blouse off. <laughs> yeah. This so, is going to blow your blouse off. Pretty funny. <laughs> These are not mummies, they said. It's to blow your blouse right off. <laughs> Um, Be prepared for your blouse to get blown <laughs> off, buddy. This is crazy. <laughs> I don't you know we not have these aliens since Easter. <laughs> yeah, just like have they just like been holding on to them for a while? I know. Like, like, why? I know. They're like we wait for the best event. Yes, 
We feel like this is the right time to unveil these <laughs> Peruvian thousand-year-old aliens. A thousand. He's like simple number. Yeah. Simple time frame. One thousand years old, <laughs> senor. Don't touch them. They are a thousand years old. These are brittle. They are thousand years old. Don't touch. Uh, you sneeze over there, I'm gonna kick you on the pantalones, huh? Don't sneeze. Oh man. Yeah, so uh, other news. Yeah. Did you see that they, uh, using the new Webb telescope, uh -huh. they had located um, with some super cool science yeah. the exoplanet oh. K2-18b. Yeah, I heard some about that. That they have detected it has like methane in its atmosphere yeah, and... Yeah, um, methane in your atmosphere. <laughs> <I> guarantee it. <laughs> That it definitely looks like it's a planet with water because yeah. you wouldn't find those things in the atmosphere. So it's only uh, 120 light years away. Yeah. So maybe one day we'll mm. be on, you know, K2 uh, 18B. I'm, it's just a wormhole is all you need. But I do, I am excited with that new web telescope. They're starting to find some cool stuff. Yeah, man. It's on the web, right? Aliens. Thousand year old aliens. Thousand year old aliens with the web. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah it says the presence of these carbon-bearing molecules along with the scarcity of ammonia could indicate an atmosphere rich with hydrogen that surrounds an ocean world. Pretty cool. Pretty dang cool. Yeah. One so of these one Peruvian day, aliens came from there. Can't even get to Mars, but we're looking at 120 light years away. So you never know. You got a dream. Never know. <laughs> you got a dream, dream big. Yeah, you do. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's so, a good one. Okay. Cool. Well, let's talk about today's episode, <clears throat> 20 bug out bag tips. So... We're not we're not going through like your bug out bag list of gear. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're number not one, like, number one, you gotta have a knife. Countermeasures. Yeah, we're talking about just some tips for as you're building it while you're uh, revamping it. Yeah, every single uh, year as you're going over stuff. Here's some tips to keep. Yeah, like Cam said, get your make your bug out bag experience more pleasant. Yeah, here we go. Here we let's go. Let's talk about. Yeah. It. So first things first. Yeah. You could get a nice colorful jan sport yeah and call it your bug out bag Love that's it. fine i mean having a bug out bag is better than not yeah but you definitely want to consider what you might be using that bug out bag for okay. you know bugging out right you not you don't necessarily want to stand out so that goes both ways you don't want something that's bright looks like you know 1990s windbreaker Oh, type man. of like material it's like no wind could break us in the 90s <laughs> yeah. that's for sure nope <laughs> no but they just stand out. So if you're going into the woods or you're trying to be, you know, kind of gray man and stuff like that, not the best thing. I don't right. know. Maybe nowadays that would be more gray man. But um, you want to go with more neutral colors, something that's going to blend into both like the environment tones. and yeah, into the forest or wherever you're going. And also not too tactical. Yeah. Like you don't want something that like looks like you just, you know, were, you just came in on a parachute your from the, yeah, yeah. like you're. Just your, took off your halo helmet. Your you, unit you know, dropped you off exactly there, yeah. Because people are going to look at that and be like, this dude knows what he's doing. Either they're going to not mess with you, which is good, or they're going to be like, I'm going to follow this guy. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. So you want to go really neutral with the colors and design and everything like that. Because um, this can, yeah. you know, this bag's going to be used in a lot of different places. So neutral, neutral. Okay. I like that. Gender neutral. Gender neutral. That's what we're doing. Always. So there's always this, um, anytime I post something about my bug out bag, like on, how heavy is that thing? Really? Do you even carry it? Like all the time. And I'm like, you know, I have thought about this. I have put it on my back, but it is a consideration that you need to think about. You need to weigh your bag 
And you need to understand, like, how much weight can I carry? That's, yeah. How much, you know what I mean? Because the whole thing is, this is all dependent on the person. It's all dependent on the plan. It's all dependent on the bag. It's not like a one-size-fits-all thing. Exactly. If you go online, you're going to see a lot of experts that say, look, you, you, your limit is 10 to 15% of your body weight. That's really what you got to do. But I'm like, 10% of my body weight? Like... I weigh like 155 pounds. I'm a little dude. Like I know I can carry more than yeah. 15 pounds, right? Um, so, but it, it's just something you have to consider, and that kind of depends on how much you can handle personally, um, h- how in uh, shape you are, and all those types of things. But just actually weighing it and going, okay, this is how much it is. Let me take it out, try it out, and see how it goes. You know what I mean? Okay, that was a little too much. I need to, to bring it yeah. down. But then you know the weight. You're like, okay, this is how much I can get in there. Then as you're putting new gear in or taking gear out, you're like, I have this, I have a couple of pounds or I've got to get rid of a couple of pounds. Just understanding that is huge. Yeah. You know what I when mean? When we went up that one time with the bug out bags and we hiked down to that cave, Yeah, that's when I realized oh, yes. I had too much gear There's in too there. much stuff in there, right? I had a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just so nice to know because when you see a new piece of gear, and you're like, I want that. Yeah. But you know that your bag's at its limit. Then you have to consider how do I get it in there right? Um, without overweighing myself, right? And and then again, I, like I said, it, it depends on what your plan is. If you don't plan to hike for some reason, like you're just yeah. like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. This bag is just to hold my stuff in the truck when I drive to this next place. Well, then maybe you can go overweight or whatever right. it is. But right. Uh, depending on what you're, but again, best laid plans. We know that that's not always going to be the case, right? You may have to just throw that thing on your back and hoof it. So exactly. weigh your bag, understand the best weight for you for your bag and your plan. Yeah. And I think that helps cut down on girth. For sure. You don't want to be yeah. packing around something with a lot of girth in it. You don't. But you know, like that's the thing is like the bag fits good on my shoulders, yeah. but the back end of it's sticking out like <laughs> yeah. 25 feet. You like, can't crawl under a fence. It makes you fall over because it's like <laughs> the weight's all yeah. back there three or four yeah. feet. Yeah, and you so, can't get under a fence. Yeah, you're all... It's like, yeah. It looks like a... Um, it looks like a U-Haul because you've got yeah. like the mother's <laughs> attic over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, so along with that goes uh, balancing your bag. So weight distribution makes a big difference in there. It's easy to just like throw all your stuff in. You're like, I'm just going to smash it all in there. Yeah. And you've got like really top heavy or something like that, or it's all sitting way towards the back of the back. I need to do some work on this. Me too. I do too. Because after like looking through this, I was like, yeah, I have not set it up with the weight distribution in mind. Balance is key. Like Mr. Miyagi said. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, <laughs> so balancing your center of gravity, yeah. you know, prevents falls. It, it makes you more agile and it helps your back. It, yeah. It, it, that's the thing, man. Going for three days with a pack on that's unbalanced. It, that's too heavy. It jacks your hips You're up. It jacks your jacked. feet up. Everything's going to hurt. Yeah. Like it's surprising. How bad. Gonna hurt. Your ears yeah. are going to hurt. <laughs> your fingers are going to hurt. Like everything. That five miles is going to kick up. It's really going to kick Start in, on kick fire. Up. Yeah, for sure. So, um, athlete's foot. Yep. It's all going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Flare up. You get jock itch and everything. Jock itch for sure. It's crazy. Bowels are all <laughs> That's guaranteed. <jumped> <laughs> that yeah. belt's going to just push on those bowels. I know. 
uh, hernias. Oh, yeah. Pop up all oh, the time. Gosh. Pop I'm out all the time. I I got my one side fixed, but my other's still all natural. <laughs> I'm afraid, like in the apocalypse, someone like is gonna pop out. It's like, oh, like, your intestines are down by your knees. We You're need like, to talk about oh, no. that one day. Like, what would you do in that situation? Just die? Well. If it doesn't strangulate, you're fine, right. but it's definitely going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to be fun, right? Yeah. Like, what could you do? I don't Stick even know. some sticks down in there. Yeah. Keep it pushed Hold up it against you. Hold it all in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hernia brace. Yep. You probably want to pick one of those up and put it in your uh, bug idea. out yeah. bag. Uh-huh. You never know. For sure. So, um, you can look. They're online, they have a lot of, like, kind of nice, like, pictures and stuff that you can see how people have packed yeah. their bags and stuff like that. But typically, you want to do the heaviest items closest to your spine, mm. like, right along that back plate, whether it's, you know, you have an aluminum um, skeleton, exoskeleton yeah. type thing on your backpack frame, or um, if you're just a normal backpack, you're going to put that weight up front. So that, you know, that's typically some water, um, like a machete, whatever else you're carrying that's heavier, um, put it up close and then start packing everything around it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing too is, uh, like I was saying, the frames do help with bug out bags, but thicker straps, lumbar padding, that's why you really want to invest in a better yeah. backpack that kind of helps distribute that weight equally just in the way it's built. Yeah, if like, you've never used a really nice backpack for this, I never would have thought you're it made out. that big of a difference until we got difference. those. Um, huge difference. Yeah. Everly stock ones. Yeah. I wanted to say Edelbrock. Edelbrock. Man, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Fuel yeah. distribution is great. <laughs> so nice. Uh, Big old air filter on the back. Yeah. Um, and then uh the other thing with that is like cinch it up tight. Like yeah. get your straps, pull the pack up close to you, make sure you know the that has the the chest strap and usually the waist strap. It makes a big difference. Yeah, and if For it's just like, keeping things secure and, and not sliding moving, around and hurting your back. Yeah, when it's sliding around, that's what like it keeps it pulls you to one side or the other. It pulls yeah. you, pushes you it forward, pulls you back. It just messes with you when you're really trying to like yeah. hike and do things like that. And then that, you get so. that rubbing. That's mm, when you get the rubbing. No one loves a chafe. No, chafing's bad. So, yeah, yeah Distribute the weight evenly through your pack and mm-hmm. cinch it up tight. This is why you definitely got to, you know, try your bag out. Yes. With, with you know, it packed up and have weight in it. So. 100%. Um, it's also never a bad idea to make a list or some sort of a journal for your kits, especially for your bug out bag, right? Yeah. Having a detailed list. Dear journal. Dear, dear bug out Backpack's bag Backpack's heavy today. Yeah. <laughs> I got Backpack's sad. I got a small tear in the bottom. I'm going to have to fix that on my next day off. (laughs) But having a detailed list of what's in your pack is always going to be a useful thing. Um, You know, when again, this is something I I need to do. Like, I haven't done it. I haven't like listed every single thing because I I add little things that I get through like the months, you know, like, oh, we got this. That's a sweet item. I'm going to throw it in my bug out bag. And I lose track of what's in there. That's why I always have best really good intentions. I did this at one point really early on. I had like, oh, here's my list. This is what I, is in my pack. And then I start adding stuff. And then it's like two or three months down the road. And I pulled stuff out and I put stuff in. And I'm like, oh, this you usually list, have duplicates or something. This you list know doesn't I mean? make any sense anymore. So I'm done. <laughs> right. So I haven't had it for like five years. Yeah. But it's so useful when you do have it, especially like for, for us, Cam, we're, we're constantly every single month we're getting new gear. We are, you know, and, and, not, and we're taking out, we're doing videos and yeah. we're take, yeah. And we're like, Oh, that's so much better than that one. So I'm going to switch it out. Oh, that's really good. Actually, you know, blah, blah, blah. So 
knowing what you're putting in, knowing what you're pulling out. The hard part is, is when some sort of a situation, an actual emergency comes and you pull that pack out and you haven't consulted a list and you haven't gone through and put stuff back in that was in there before, yeah. or, you know what I mean? And so now you're missing things and you, you haven't checked it. And now you're second guessing yourself at the last <laughs> right. second. Did I put that back in? Is it not in there? What's, you know, that's why having an inventory list is, is really nice to have. It's just an extra check against, you know, at that last minute emergency. I know I have my yeah. stuff. It's like when you pack to go travel. I'm always constantly yeah. like going over. I'm like, did I forget that? Uh-huh. You don't know because you don't you don't make a list. You don't yep. have it checked. You don't know that it's in there. So I'm such a huge list maker these days. I have it on my phone. I've got like a thousand lists in there, too. different stuff. You know I've actually I mean? started making tons of lists. I yeah. just got to refer back to them. Ways to kill Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> what I hate about Kobe. Yeah. Problem it's a long list. Yeah. Long yeah. list. But no. Problem yeah. is I don't check those lists all the time. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta I make a lot reference, of lists, but I never yeah. go back to them. Exactly. So yeah, yeah keep a, a bag list, an inventory list for your kit. You're yeah. you're gonna think I think us that's later. honestly one of the most important that I need to do. Yeah. So for sure. Um another thing is like it's easy to get super overwhelmed with like all the stuff that needs to go in there and you can go online and you see like everybody has their own list yeah so it's like man there's so many things that i could put in this bag and that i need to put in this bag it gets overwhelming but really if you stick to the five c's of survivability rule cam (laughs) casually actually yeah (laughs) so you know you cutting you need a knife in there Mm -hmm. combustion you need something to start fire cordage something to build shelter Mm -hmm. and tie up your kids and stuff like that (laughs) yeah Container mm. for uh, cooking, water, filtration, stuff like that. And cover. Yeah. So more like shelter. That. So if you stick with those five things, most of what you'll need in a bug out bag is going to be covered. Um, one thing that they don't really cover in there is like f- a fact. Food, food and water too is, I mean, I guess container sort container of. Container for water. it, but yeah, they're not in there. So yeah, like looking at this five C's, I can understand why it, it kind of covers all the like mm-hmm. gear outside of probably what you typically are going to throw. Right. But the other things like um, fact should be put in there. So Mm -hmm. maybe I'd add a sixth C that's care. Fact, hygiene, stuff like that. Care. Or C for Cameron. What would Cameron do? What would Cameron do? That's what I put. Or what would Kobe do? Oh, yeah. We could do Kobe as well. We could have a... The 16 C's of survivability. (laughs) Cam, Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. 1,000 C's for your bug out bag. (laughs) Right. Um, The other thing is like, Looking at those essentials helps avoid building an inch bag. Yeah. That's oh, what gosh. I end up doing all the time I do too. because I have the mm-hmm. gear for it. Like we've, we've, you know, we're lucky enough to get like a lot more gear than most people typically will buy. And so I'm like, I want it all in there. I'm <laughs> no. like, I want to carry the hatchet, uh, the trip line. Like yeah. I just, I go over the top with it. And that's a big mistake that I often make. Big mistake. He's probably the biggest he's mistake I'm Horrible mistake he's making. <laughs> yeah. So um, what I need to do is like, add all those things to my family's bag so i get I all the stuff i want <laughs> that they're carrying for me your wife opens her bag it's like a trip line and a <laughs> and a rabbit snare yeah. and another pistol why <laughs> why does, why is there a pistol in here why well, i didn't couldn't choose why is your pc in here in a playstation <laughs> what's happening Sex playstation <laughs> you yeah. know well kids need entertainment yeah so do I. they like it um like that. Yeah. The screen's over in Bennett's bag. <laughs> Bennett's, get that out of there. Bennett has a power supply yeah. and So, um, and then like like 
and we'll talk even more about this. We'll mention it a bunch of times through this list, but it's like, this is a 72 hour kit that you're going to use quickly on the fly. Um, it's not something that you're going to survive out in the wilderness and we'll go into that a little more detail. Right. Yeah. Like survive for weeks on end, you know? Yep. So, um, this I think is actually really a good idea and I've tried to do this as much as I can, but organize your bag by grouping items or usage within the bag in like in another container thing. So here's the thing about a bug out bag, a bug out bag doesn't necessarily lend itself very well to like the open style duffel bags. No, just like a big duffel bag. When you throw everything in there, it's like, well, I mean, I guess you're getting your your whole life. Yeah. I guess you're getting your stuff and and you're going, but one of the points of this bag is to have stuff ready and available and easy and a duffel bag is the worst mm-hmm. because it's just like a bunch of stuff laying it's inside a huge, there, right? massive pocket. Yeah, it's just of- kind of a mess, right? <clears throat> Using different types of organizers or purchasing a bag that is really com- compartmentalized is going to be the most efficient way for your bug out bag. Yeah. You know, you can use tins, you can use Ziploc bags, zipper pouches, anything else to help lump little mini kits together. There's so many of them too, yeah. Yeah, so like, for example, obviously your first aid kit is very, very important. So having a way that you can actually just grab that kit and take it somewhere else is a great idea. Uh, I mean, you can do this with your water purification kit or your fire starting kit. You just have to kind of just think about what situation you might be in. Um, It's just really nice. You have um, some sort of a medical emergency. You can grab that kit go there and and fix whatever needs to be yeah. fixed and handle it without going through 9,000 different things in your bag, right? Yeah. Um, I've done this with, like, I have a little That's fire starting That would be nice if, kit. like, my medic built a whole bug out bag because it's, like, everything's yeah. sealed in little pouches. So nice, you know? yeah. Well, it's kind of similar to, like, the Rhino Ready pack. Exactly. It's, that that Everything is, is compartmentalized. Good, that's and such that's a good very, That's one of the things I love about it. Like, I know it's, it's kind, all labeled and it's yeah. pouched. Yeah. It's overkill, but I have it. I have my Rhino Ready pack right next to my bug out bag. I'm like, I'm taking both of For those sure. things when I go, right? My wife will take one and I'll take the other one. Um, just because it's you open that thing up, it is very obvious where everything is, and when something happens, you pull that out, you go. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it also helps you like making sure that your kits are complete within there because like maybe you've got your fire starting stuff kind of everywhere. Like, oh, do I have a ferro rod in there? Oh, it's probably just under. That I just stuff. dumped the matches in there. <clears throat> I know. Like, it's probably just under that, or or no, like my lighter probably just <laughs> fell down. No, like you can look inside your fire starting kit and you can see everything. Yeah. You know, it should be in there. So. Again, it's just helping you be more complete and um, helping things be more efficient and easier to to get when you need it. Yeah, I think that's a huge deal. Like that's probably the only thing, and this is because I I love to have all those little pockets. Like uh-huh. my Everly stock bag is awesome for like support, and it's got a big pocket, and it does uh-huh. have some individual little zipper things that I put stuff in. Yeah, but I I wish it had more. Wish it had but more. I would go over the top, like mm-hmm. so. It's hard, like for a good built bug out bag, like you're probably going to have to make your own little yeah, compartment and that's, things, and that's like okay. own little Tupperware things to like separate everything. And like, it doesn't have to be insanely complicated. <clears throat> like my fire starting kit is in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. Right. Like it doesn't have to be complicated and I can just grab that bag, pull it out. Yeah. It's not the most durable thing. Yeah. It's yeah. not the, the sweetest looking thing, but I could pull it out and I can start a fire and I put it back in and everything stays together. Yep. Right. Yeah. My Bowie knife's just wrapped up in a Walmart bag. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Exactly. Stuck. It's yeah. hanging no out the side. I tied it on the no side. No sheath. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, 
I felt that way when we went camp. Remember, I reached back and oh yeah, slipped Sliced my it. thumb open. Yep. Yeah, because it slipped out of that. Anyway, um, the other thing when you're putting your bag together, you know, you're looking at weight and you're keeping it organized. Like pack by urgency as well. Yeah, meaning put the things that you're most likely to use when you either get to your location or in an emergency or you need to quickly get to. Like put that stuff out on the like either in the pockets on the outside mm. or at the top of your bag so, so like, that you can get right to it butt wipes it, it, oh yeah right on the outside yeah easy exactly thing. pepto it's like pepto. i'm just actually just gonna have it like duct taped to the outside so i just grab it you said you were maybe even gonna do that like with your um like a pepto drip type thing where you just <laughs> i'm just gonna wear one of those beer things <laughs> yeah. with pepto in them yeah you know the little or, little beer hat or you can actually just mix your water in your camel pack with a little bit of <laughs> pepto. Dilute a little pepto so you're just there. always getting <laughs> yeah. a little, little bit a great of that idea. as you go that's a tip a for you there. Pepto. There's a tip for you yeah. right there. Plus, you got a freebie there. Plus, you get the little peppermint taste. <clears> and I love the taste. Oh gosh, the taste the best. Dang. Just swish your mouth like oh. breath freshener for yes, sure. Yes, sir. Gut freshener and breath, breath freshener. Butt freshener. So, um, but packing by urgency, mm. um, just allows you to not dig everything out of your bag yeah. when you need to go start a fire. Yeah. I do. I've done that. Like, yeah. I'm like, where's my like. Where are my typhoon matches? Yep. At the very bottom. Yeah. Like underneath all my clothes underneath and everything. Socks. I'm like, gosh dang it. <laughs> yeah. Extra so pairs of underwear. You pull all that stuff out and you're guaranteed to miss, like lose something. Yeah. Like multi-tool is going to fall out and you're not going to see it or How something How many like times that. have we done that out <clears throat> and about? I, drop stuff and, and it's gone. Yeah. Whoever, like people should just look for our trucks, take yeah. a metal detector after we're there and they'll find some nice. You gear. could have built three or four bug out bags yeah. in the last few we years. We usually just leave our bug out bags. Well, we've got another one. We're just going to lose it anyways. <laughs> Let's go get another one. Just, like put the backpack on upside down, let it all dump out <laughs> as you're walking back to the truck. Yeah. I at least know this area Bread has crumbs. knife somewhere. Breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs, yeah. So, um, but like water, knife, your first aid kit, and fire things, those are the most readily <laughs> like accessible in my bag. Like those are things I'm going to get to first. Mm -hmm. um, bedding, tools, uh, like shelter stuff, that's kind of deeper in my bag. Deep, deep, deep. I bury that down in there. And then um, that's, a, that's again why like the organized pouches can really help with yeah. this because you can have those little, um, like use that molly webbing on the outside yeah. to attach those little... Uh, Especially the med kit. That's probably the best example of something that is not buried deep in your bag. Mm -hmm. You can cut your finger open on the way to wherever you're going. Yeah. And it's right there. So yes, yeah, like my my <clears> bag <throat> has like an external med kit pouch basically that's yeah. attached to it, right? Yeah. Just down there on the bottom. I think it's it, so nice. a um three V gear, it's called the Nautilus bag. Isn't I don't know. It? But that probably. that whole additional yeah, that's pouch right. on the back, that's the one I have all my med stuff. That's in. the Paratus, wasn't it? Pr uh, that's what it was. It was the Paratus, yeah. Um, yeah, that's just so nice. And again, like what did I call it Nautilus. Nautilus isn't that like a ship for it is yeah something. Um, submersible. But, <clears throat> it's submersible. But like packing by urgency, this also helps with the previous one, grouping your things in like kits and bags because it's so much easier to get to things yeah. that's more urgent, right? Right. <clears throat> Going through your bag where everything's just loosey goosey is Ugh. just a freaking mess, <laughs> right? So. Stick your hand in there and, ah, got my finger in Cam's Medicaid Come ointment. Out. You're, you're burned, you're cut, <laughs> it's like covered in food. Yeah. It's like you pull out a sock. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> Strike a match on the way out. <laughs> yeah. It burns. Your whole bag is burned. <laughs> now. No one wants that. No. So here's a tip to think about. Uh, leave some room. Yeah. In this bag. So no matter the size of your pack, you don't want it bursting at the seams. Mm. So here's the thing. 
here's a couple of reasons for you to, to think about leaving some room. You don't want it packed so tight that you can't get to everything without making a damn mess. Exactly. Because, <laughs> like, if it's so packed tight that, like, you can't get your hand in there, you know what I mean? You can't do the thing and get your, <laughs> get your shoehorn hand down in there. Um, That's too tight. <laughs> Have you ever seen? Okay, yeah, that, that too. Uh, that reminds me of the <clears throat> Seinfeld episode. They were talking about what they want their hands made out of, and, and <laughs> Kramer's like, I want shoehorn hands. <laughs> <laughs> get his shoes on. He's so stupid. <laughs> but um, yeah. So you don't want to pack so tight that you can't get to everything without making a mess. Also, you get that thing packed so tight. Now you're putting undue pressure on the zippers and the seams. Yeah. And those are that's bad. Yeah. There's, that's why there's it's that. not a bad test, but it's not the way you want. <laughs> it's not it. the way you want to do I've, it. I yeah. pop some zippers. Oh gosh, dang! <laughs> I pop some zippies. No one wants show. to blow a zipper out. No, it's horrible. Yeah. It's not a good thing. It so. makes you super mad. Yeah. Um, also, overfilling your pack was going to make it less comfortable. For sure. It's not meant to be bursting at the seams. No, that's not how they're built. Yeah. Like my backpack that I take to work has that zipper that kind of allows it to extend out. Yeah. When you're at that point, yeah, like the, it's super uncomfortable. Like yeah. all your weights, like yeah, it hurts. you're falling backwards again, yeah. like onto your heels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, while you're out and about bugging out, you might actually come across some items that you want to get yeah. and keep. Like, who knows? Whittle stick. A whittle stick. Are you talking like a little one? Is it like a kid would say? Little it? one. Just, yeah. Whittle. One that looks stick. like a, a whittle <laughs> stick. <laughs> Are you talking about a whittle oh, stick? A whittle stick. <laughs> or one for whittling. Yeah. Yeah. When we go camping, my kids like I can't tell you how many sticks that are shaped like guns oh, end yeah. up in my truck. I'm like, how did you? Where did you get all these? Yeah. So you gotta you gotta have that. I mostly just have bobby pins all over my truck. <laughs> yeah. Already. Yeah. I had the truck for two weeks. And you bobby know, like everywhere. as soon as you're having to bug out, your wife's gonna be like, I need this straightener. Yeah. And it's blow dryer. Uh huh. And it's gonna have to go in that empty space. Right. So. so that's why I say, yeah, you might come across something that you want to throw in your pack as you're going. Maybe you kill a beaver on the way. You want to eat that later <laughs> that night. You got to have a place to put it, right? Yeah, for sure. Some beaver meat. <clears throat> uh, you got to have Maybe it. stay in a hotel. Yeah. Put the robe in there put the and all in. the bath, like bathroom <laughs> stuff. That's, that's what we said. When you go to the hotel, start stealing everything. The the sheets. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Tuck them in there. The, the, the phone cable. Yeah. Take the that dry cleaning you. bag. That's cordage. Put it in there. Dry cleaning bag. Yeah. The remote. The batteries from the remote. <laughs> Just the remote. Just the remote. That's yeah. a that's a projectile Just weapon. Just clean the place out. Yeah. <laughs> all the lights are gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, took all the bulbs. <clears throat> Yeah. Needed them. The batteries from the smoke detector. Yeah. All the all the bulbs are going to be crushed on the floor anyway. I know. For huh? somebody coming in. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing here? So if you're, if you feel like your pack is to that point where it's bursting at the seams, you got to do one of two things. You got to get a bigger bag mm-hmm. or you got to get less stuff. Probably less stuff. So do what you got to do. This is... Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> like your bag is finished when you can stop taking stuff away, not when you put the last thing in. It's when you take the last thing out. For sure. It's, it's a lot like editing a movie, a film. This is That's the whole thing. It's like you got to whittle it down to the very least amount of content, <laughs> and yep. that's just like your bag. Exactly like it. Um, the next thing is another reason you need to organize yeah. and kind of uh, put your stuff in individual pouches you got to keep that thing quiet. Shh. Nothing like a bottle of aspirin oh when you're walking across the, you know, walking Tic-tacs. up the mountains like, 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, my tic tacs won't shut up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, take time to meticulously and ruthlessly go through your pack yeah. and make sure that it's silenced. It doesn't squeak, clank, rattle, battle, snattle, okay. <laughs> or rattle. <laughs> yeah. And all those words. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest problem here is usually cookware. Ugh. Like if you're, if you know, my crock pot always and, makes so much noise. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Yeah, air fryer banging yeah. against the crock pot back there. Yeah, no one. Yeah, no one likes that stuff. Nah. But I, I know this is a bug out bag, and a lot of times you're not carrying cookware. But I usually have like a metal pot that I can cook in, mm. or I have um, a container that I can carry more water in and boil it. So I usually have like an aluminum one where I stuff in there like one of those pouches that's readily available water, mm-hmm. and then I have a filter in there, and I usually have like a sand, like the water filtration tabs and yeah. stuff. I just put it all in that one little bottle. Yeah. But that sucker, I, I'll tell you, it'll find any other metal in that bag. Ding 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 ding. So constantly, even right? the like zipper, like part of the zipper will clank against the side. So this is something you got to learn um, by packing and repacking and mm-hmm. making sure everything's kind of sealed up. A lot of times, some of those like small metal things, if they're not, you know, stored away in some pouch or pocket or something like that, like I usually wrap my clothes around some of it. Mm-hmm. So my socks, go try and put them on. I got knives in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got fish tackle and stuff. <laughs> but yeah. So, um, getting like, Keeping it as silent as possible is kind of tricky sometimes. Yeah. When we were, remember when we were camping and your bag was like, it sounded like the everlasting gobstopper maker. (laughs) It did. It did. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, and and again, cinching everything down tight. Sometimes that means even like strapping or or putting a little uh, tape around some of that stuff inside your bag just to keep it silent is uh, a good thing to do. I like that. It's a good one. So, uh, reading through some ideas. You don't want to be like that guy. <laughs> it's like on those, um, uh, what the guy on like a dances with wolves has like a right, cart with like yeah. all of his food and stuff yeah. hanging off the side. Not good. No. So, reading through some of the ideas on the internet, one of these I saw, which I thought was really interesting, that when when we were talking about trying to keep the weight down in your pack, like this play, this guy was like, "Look, you don't need it. Don't put water in your pack." I know. You I can saw, get it on the way, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" I would never do that. I feel like that's horrible advice. It is. Um, I agree with that. For yeah. me, you need to have water and food that are that are instantly ready to use, and so obviously, have have the some. water is part of that. Yeah, a lot of people are like, you know, you just take your soil, your filter, you're gonna be fine. I'm like, well, that sounds fine and dandy until there's no water around anywhere, and you're in a Gobi Desert. Or something, you know, Death Valley, wherever. And there's no water. What yeah. are you going to do? Um, it's not worth it. So make sure to keep some yeah, water. Yeah, it adds weight, but it's going to be, it's yeah. going to save you a lot of time yeah. and probably your life. To yeah, have a little which is bit you want to keep your life. So obviously, so another part of this is obviously you want to have like a couple of freeze-dried meals or maybe an MRE in your pack, which are, they're fantastic and, and they're great for when you sit down and you can boil some water and, you can make those things, but you have no idea what's going to happen in this 72 hours in this bug out. Um, you might encounter some crazy stuff along your bug out route and your journey, and you might just have to continue to stay mobile all the time. And because of that, consider putting some food in your pack that can just be consumed without 
any cooking yeah. or any heating up water, right? Whatever that is, whether if it's just like some granola bars or some beef jerky or just those plain old you know, five-year shelf life emergency food rations that you just eat that are kind of like a, a bar, you know what I mean? Because you don't know what's going to happen. You might not have the time to sit down and heat up some water and make exactly. your, your nutrient survival pack, right? So having a way, obviously, as well to purify water is crucial. You've got to have that, but you have to have actual physical water in your pack. Yep, I agree. So make sure to have both of those things. Yep, I agree. Another thing you really need to have mm-hmm. is a way to protect yourself from cybercrime. Yeah. We all carry phones. We're on the internet all day. Yeah. Doing whatever you want to do, but you're not protected. Just going on with your home computer, you're not. Uh-uh. There's a way you can do um, and keep to keep yourself safe online is just to get Surfshark VPN. I'm telling you, it's like the simplest way to protect yourself online, whether it be connecting to the public Wi-Fi, the airport, or the library, or just on your home computer. It's easy to use. The app will just connect you to um, a server, whether it be in another country or another state or whatever, mm. and instantly your IP is protected, and you don't have to worry about those weird emails that you open up that you're like, extend? I'm going to fall for that again. Yeah. They're not going to be able to track you. They're not going to be able to go back and um, and find you on the intranets because yeah. you're going through the Surfshark server. Um, it's the only way you can really go online in gray man mode. Mm-hmm. So to get Surfshark, uh, just go to their website, Surfshark slash deals, right? Surfshark.deals slash casual I got, lost that out of You got to put that deals. back in there. Dot deals slash casual preppers. Um, if you go to their website, it always just brings up their thing and you can, you know, you'll get a discount, but you want to use our code because it does give you 83% off. That gives you more than two years, 27 full months for less than $60. You're not yeah. going to find a better deal. The other thing I like the most about this is you can try it out. Money back in 30 days if you don't like it. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is it will allow you to connect any of your devices with Surfshark. You don't have a limit. Yeah. So for less than 60 bucks, it's the only way to do it. I agree. Surfshark.deals slash cash preppers. You got it. You put dot deals dot cash preppers. I'm going to screw it up again. Oh, slash cash preppers. I got, I got you. I'll get okay. it. Okay. Next thing. Um, so, and this was kind of something we, if you guys listen to our... Uh, our bug out series. Yeah. The bugging out podcast. It talked about the importance of a hydration bladder. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I didn't really consider this a lot. I was like, I do have some and I'm like, I sh- should I put, you know, I always uh, had considered putting it in my bug out bag, but yeah. I do now because man, it, it's such a convenience to have a way to just, you don't know, you're not going to be hiking along a river. You're not going to always have access to water. Mm-hmm. So if you do, when you do use that filter and everything, you can just, fill up your yep. uh, bladder and carry it with you and drink it along the way, yep. which is such an awesome uh, ability. So it's kind of dumb not to just have a bladder in your bug out bag. It doesn't weigh anything. It doesn't take up any space. It's just sitting in there empty, ready yeah. to use. And the ones that I like the most, obviously, are the ones that have the inline filtration. Yep. So you can just stick a Sawyer Mini on there, fill your um, bladder up as you're walking, fill your other bladder, bladder up. Bladder to bladder. Yep, bladder to bladder. <coughs> and so... This allows continued movement and you don't have to stay near a source of water because you might just fill it up and then you can stay, uh, you can keep going along your way and 
you don't have to worry about water for a few yeah, days. Yeah, it's all it's all just to, you keep mobile constantly. You don't have to yeah. like even just having a, a big water bottle. You got to reach around. You got to find the damn thing. You got to take it off. You got to put up your mouth. Yeah, you got to put up your stupid mouth. You got to put the stupid lid back yeah. on. You got to put it back. It's on gonna block your view pack. for a minute yeah. while you're drinking. And that's when. So the thing is, you got that inline sucker. Put right. it in your mouth. Just keep on walking. Keep on trucking. The other thing I use, like, um, those bladders are kind of nice to wash your hands and stuff too. Yeah. Because sure. you just sit there and like, yeah, it's just great. That's All good. around like a that. good thing to have. Yep. The next thing is to keep your bag updated and rotated. Yeah. Updated and rotated. Spin it around. Yeah. It's so crucial, man. Obviously, we talk a lot about, you know, you have to update it for, for the seasons. So your clothing is the biggest thing, right? So in the fall, right now is a good time. We're at that point. Go get your bag. It's no different from your food, yeah. your regular home food supply. Yeah. You should have it on the same mm-hmm. schedule. Yeah, the schedule should be about the same. You've got to update from the T-shirt or something that you have in there to a long sleeve shirt or, a, you know, gloves and hats and things yeah. that you don't really need in the summer, right? Getting older, getting fatter. <sighs> I, I've talked about this a couple of times. Like, I went through one of our bags that we made when we first got married, and, yeah. like, the sweater was, like, midriff sweater exactly and the shoes didn't fit they were well, like dc shoes like yeah nothing to be i found out the same thing with my kids in. we did it like oh, three yeah. years prior they're the worst and then we go in there like none of the clothes fit a them. month later yeah and like, they're already bigger so you have to continually so there was there was one place that said make sure every month you're updating i'm like that bull crap i'm not doing it every month i got a life <laughs> yeah. twice a year is sufficient yeah. every six months Go in there. Check the food. Is it expired? Do you need to rotate new stuff in? Uh, obviously, the clothing. Does it fit? Obviously, also, you learn and you experience more, and you get more gear, and you get more skills, so you can sort of update different things because of what you've learned, right? And also, just every six months going in and refreshing your mind on what gear is in there. Yeah. What do I have in there? See right? if your list is, you know, yeah. Check goes your inventory along with list. your bag. So just make sure that that update, that rotate is happening. Yeah. Every six months. I think it's a great idea. Um, Waterproofing. Yeah. So if there's anything Kobe and I have learned, when we go out to try a bug out bag, a gear, go camp, every single time it rains on us. In the desert. And seriously, as it rained for 55 years, we go out there, boom, pouring, monsoon. So, um, the thing is, all of your gear, all that work you've done, you've got to make sure that it's protected from the elements. It's going to yeah. rain. It's mm-hmm. going to rain on it, I, I'm telling you. Or you're going to cross a river. <laughs> so. Yeah. But there's ways that you can, um, you know, you can waterproof your gear with the easiest things, obviously, having like a, a rain, um, like a, a bag that, like my bug out bag has a little built-in rain um Rainfly. Rainfly, yeah. Bag condom. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So those are really nice, but not every bag has that. So you could just throw in a garbage bag. Yeah. You know, you put all your stuff in that. Which has a great bunch of other uses yeah. too, anyway. Puking it, it pooping it. <clears throat> um, gather water. Yeah, everything. Shelter. Gas. Just fill that bag full of gas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't eat through it at all. But there's other ways too. You also should look at um, sealing the bag in other ways. You know, through the seams, uh, across the zipper and stuff like that, you can use beeswax. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of other compounds and sprays that you can use to kind of waterproof that outer um, outer pack. Beeswax. Beeswax. Is that mine? 
As yeah. none of your beeswax. But yeah, you can okay. guarantee that 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 your clothing in there and the fire starting gear and all that stuff is going to get wet if you don't have a plan to keep it protected. Yeah. So make sure and waterproof that bag in some way or another or have a way to cover it. I like that one, Cameron. That's a good one. This one feels a slightly redundant from one of the others we've done, but we're going to do it again because it's so damn important. Yeah. Quick access pouches, removable pouches. Kind of similar to what we were well, talking about Well, tons of bags earlier. have that Molly webbing. I don't use it enough. I like the Molly webbing. I do worry about having too much shit on the outside of my bag. I know. You know what I mean? I do too. It goes like stuff flapping around. But like I think crazy. the pouches is where the, that's pouches, the best way yes. to utilize that. You know, we're talking about like the first aid kit and all your other kits. Having a removable or quick access first aid kit, it's so important. Um, it can mean life or death getting to that quickly and pulling it out quickly. Um, again, like what if somebody like, you know, they fall down a ravine and it's like, I need to go help them, but I don't want to take this 35 pound pack down with me. I can just yeah, exactly. pull out this quick access pouch, slide down Throw there. Throw it down there. Yeah. Figure it just out. just take off. I hope it goes well. <laughs> it's like a grenade. Yeah. And plug, un unstrap yeah. and throw it down there. It's like, you just don't, you can be more agile you can be quick with just those little packs and and again it's like i need to start a fire and then you just throw over the your fire starting pouch and, and let them go after it you yeah. know so anyways just a good idea yeah i think it's a good idea to have those two mm -hmm. um this is probably one of the most important things yeah which is all the things that i talk about are the I, most important that's right yeah <laughs> right but no um <coughs> this has taught me more than anything hike and use your pack yeah. like use the items in there understand what they're used for how convenient they are and how you can actually combine them into other like tools and kobe will talk about that a little bit more of using you know one item to cover three or four different uses but um it familiar familiarizes you with like the location of everything in your bag mm -hmm. and helps you to know how to put it all back together if you keep kind of that same um way of building your bag knowing where it is and taking it out and kind of remembering all of that then yeah. you kind of you're not going to lose your stuff as easily um the other thing is like it helps you to kind of figure out where and how to distribute your weight better if you're actually hiking with it you can feel like if the strap's going to work for you do you like the fill of the backpack does your back start aching after, you know, 10 minutes into the hike? So it's the only way that you're really going to learn how mm -hmm. um, your bug out bag is going to work for you. And if you need to shed weight and if you need to redistribute stuff through the bag. Yeah. And um, we've talked a bunch of times about the uh, like gear use. Like if you don't know how to use it, if it's still wrapped up in this package, maybe, maybe you have it in a duplicate and you know what, it, you know, how to use it. But if you don't, if you're just throwing stuff in there because you're like, I know that this is a good thing to use, and you've never used it, yeah, you probably shouldn't throw it in there. Yeah. Like you probably f find something that you know how to use, have used, and know that it's like worth taking up the space in your bag. Yeah, so, for sure. So get out there, hike with it, try your gear out, unpack and pack it up so you kind of get a feel of where everything should go and where it normally is, so that you can get to it quicker and stuff like that. So yeah, and again, I think it's just that extra, use and abuse it. You feel better when the actual emergency comes you're like i've done this yeah i know where it all here. is and yeah you, and, it, and it helps you too like when you've unpacked everything like wherever yeah. you're staying you're like i know what where this stuff goes it's not there yeah exactly i like that okay this is this is a big one too have a way to make 
some sort of quick on-the-go repairs to your pack, as well as as your shelter system yeah. that you've got, whatever that might be. Um, again, we talked about what if you blow a seam or a zipper? That could be a huge issue. Break a strap. Break a strap. There's so many a things. Strats. Strats. Pull, Pull strats. Strats muscle. <laughs> um, yeah. Having a way to do some simple repairs. And like, I'm not saying you got to take a, you know, a singer sewing machine with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but even something as simple as some duct tape. Yeah. Like it, it's not going to be the best, but if quickest, you quickest, easiest, yeah. best repair tool yeah. ever made. How many times have we, you know, and again, it may not be just your pack. Maybe you've got a tarp or something for your, your sleep or for your shelter system and it gets a hole in it. Yeah. You're strapping throw, it up and it tears like, yeah, a, yeah, throw some duct tape on that thing. And it's good at least yeah. for the next 72 hours, <laughs> right? Have a way to do that. Maybe you go out with like a, a sewing or repair kit or even a zipper replacement, uh, which are pretty small and lightweight, right? Yeah. They make those, um, patch kits for that stuff. We've gotten them in battle boxes. We've gotten so many repair things that I'm yeah. like, it's dumb to not have them in a bag. Needle and thread stuff, even stuff that you could do Zip, with leather. Yeah, they have those easy repair zipper mm -hmm. things. Yeah. So it's something to consider. Have those repair kits. They're cheap. They're really lightweight. Um, pretty simple to use. If nothing else, throw some duct tape in there. Duct tape, man. Yeah. You can even waterproof all your gear with that. You can, man. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, the other thing is, remember... It's not just wilderness survival. This one, to me, I have to constantly remind myself about same, this. Same. That's where, that's where that inch bag starts to creep yeah. in. It's because I end up building um, a, an alone episode yeah. type bag. Like, yep. I'm going to be out there on my own forever. And so I build this bag that's made for never coming home. And that's not what your goal is here. So um, remember that this bag is probably one that most people are just going to throw in their car when they go either to in-laws or to a hotel yeah. or something like that. That's what's most likely going to happen. That's so, right there. It's so hard to remember. It is. You, you, Because you, you got this survival mentality yeah. and you're like, and it's it's a lot sexier to build like sure. this bag that you're going to like, Yeah, this is going to keep me alive yep. and I'm going to be like the kid on hatchet. Yep. You know? <laughs> exactly. And so and there's nothing wrong with that, but- Think practically, like, mm -hmm. what is most likely going to happen and, and where, when you throw this bag in there, what tools in that bag are probably going to be the most helpful. Mm -hmm. So, building that bag, not just for wilderness survival, is, is really important. Um, the other thing uh, with that is, <clears throat> like, the essentials in there, you're going to add some of that stuff that helps just your everyday. Yeah. Remembering this, the survivability sees, you know, Cam, Kobe, mm -hmm. uh, all that stuff. That, that stuff's going to apply to most scenarios, but also like your EDC gear that you're not only that you don't have on you. It's some things that you, those tools that are just going to make life easier Yeah, when you're, you know, going out and staying in a hotel, like some cash and some mm -hmm. documents and stuff like that. So, yeah, like but that. build that bag for what's most likely going to happen. Yeah. You, you the zombie apocalypse is pretty rare. You may end up in the wilderness staying for three days right. to get away from people. Like, it's definitely possible, so be ready for that. But probably most likely you're going to go to, like, a Motel 6 in the It'll next It'll be nice town. to have that pack, though, that's ready to go that has exactly. all the stuff that's above and beyond what you'll need. But yep. you have it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Multi-use items are mm -hmm. key. Dual use, crossover items. All this stuff is so good because it helps you keep the weight down and it helps you free up space, yeah. right? Get creative with some of your gear so they can cover more than one use, 
right? Obviously, a multi-tool is the ultimate in that. That's that's why they're so awesome. Yeah. Because you can fix stuff with them. You can cut stuff. You can open a bottle. I have a Boker one that has like everything. It's like one of those massive yeah. um, Swiss Army. Yeah. But it's got a lot of stuff that I'd probably exactly. use. So. Even just things as simple as like a tarp can be your shelter. Plus, it can be water catchment. Plus, it can be a rain cover for your pack if you need it, right? Exactly. There's a lot of different things you can do with that. A survival knife can be for fire starting. It can be for self-defense. It can be for cooking. And it could be for, you know, a lot of different things. Duct tape, we talked about a million uses. Cordage, probably a billion uses for that <laughs> stuff. Uh, mylar blankets. Trillion uses. Uh, a trillion uses. Yeah. Bandanas. Um, so just consider those items as more um, useful than something that just yeah. does one tiny little thing. Yeah. Right? The bug out bag is really one that you have to find like yeah. dual and triple use items because yep. you're you have such small amount of space. Yep. Yeah. The, uh, um, on that note, the tarp. Mm -hmm. Yes. So yeah. a lot of time, I mean, tents are way nicer to sleep in. Oh yeah. You know, you just pop it up, you're ready to go. Zipper. It's all nice. And it's got a tarp on the bottom, yeah. but really those are going to take up a lot more space. They do, man. They They're have huge, they have poles that are <clears throat> that way more and you just can't pack them very tightly. You're going to, you're going to save a lot more time and a lot more weight by just going with a tarp. Yep. And again, like Kobe was saying, it has so many other uses. So ditch the tent, get the tarp, because you, you, it's it's one of the best like multi-use mm -hmm. items. Ground cover, shelter, waterproofing you and your gear, um, water collection. You can't do those with a tent. So no. that's one tip is like, yeah, most people with a bug out bag are probably not going to be packing a tent, but you don't know. I don't know what your bug out location is and what mm -hmm. your bug out plan is. Even if it is going into the forest, I would ditch the tent and go with the tarp. And for me, this doesn't mean that you can't use a tent because in my mind, when I, if I'm bugging out, depending on the situation, say I've got 10 to 15 minutes to get out of town or out of my house, I might take that extra 30 seconds, grab a tent, throw it in the back of my truck yeah, as well as getting my bags, right? Yeah. And so you're double covered there. Yeah, you already have a tarp and... Exactly. You've got a tent. So that's not to say that you necessarily can't have a tent on your bug out, but in your bag, it's probably not the most practical thing yeah, to have. Yeah, having it strapped on there, yeah. it's not worth it. I would, butt. I would save that space probably more for like comfortable bedding or something. Yeah, for but sure. But again, um, that's even going a little above and beyond. Yeah, so. it totally is. Uh, something to think about too is cash, cards, documents. Right, this this gets overlooked pretty frequently. It does, but having copies of important documents in your kit could save the day, depending on what what your situation is. And that's things like driver's licenses, passports, maybe some medical information, maybe even bank bank information. You just baking I mean, goods, bank baking goods, yeast <laughs> and whatnot. Um, you know, yeah, recipes. Oh, um, I've got the, yep. So you can have that on a flash drive or you can just have physical copies of this stuff. That's great, right? Yeah. Again, you might not, you don't know what the situation is going to bring and having some of those things could like save your bacon Seriously, somewhere. Seriously, if you're you know? bugging out, you're abandoning all of that. Yeah. That you might come back to and it's gone to. or burned down or, you know, the flood yep. swept it all away and all your stuff went with it. So. Yeah. And you don't know what kind of situation you might get into. Like it's some like FEMA camp or Red yeah. Cross camp or you lose a kid somewhere and you got to have proof that that's my, you know what I mean? There's so many different things that could happen. Just having those things are really important. The other thing is obviously cash, 
We talk about it a billion trillion times. If you're actually using this bag, things are to the point where debit and credit cards are most likely not going to be working. Right. If you're actually bugging out with this bag. So having cash for those first 72 hours is going to be massively helpful. Yeah. Because people are going to accept cash. They're not going to accept your American Express. Yeah. So have some cash in the bag. Yeah. I think those are great items yeah. that I don't have enough of in there. Yeah, exactly. I don't... I. Like, I have a copy of all my cards and things like that, but uh -huh. I don't have them in my bag. Exactly. So. so that was kind of our last big tip, but there's there's a couple other ones we could maybe just quickly talk yeah. about. Yeah, we, I think so. So the other thing, um, like, these are some other little key items. We didn't go into much detail, but we'll, we'll want to mention, like, power supply and power routing. Yeah. Um, having a way to charge your primary communication device. Yep. Which is your phone. Huge. Like, I always, I, I have, like, little power packs everywhere. Um, throwing one that's ready to go. I think the best one is the Batrix, man. Yeah, they're nice. That thing man. is so nice because simple and easy. It has both plugs, so if you have uh, a weird friend with an Android mm -hmm. phone, we've all got one. <laughs> yeah, I was that. I probably still would be that. <laughs> but um, it's nice because that little battery pack that stores away. For, how many years? Five to I eight. I think it's five years. Yeah, five to eight years. Like and that. so um, it's ready to go, but. You need to have a backup power supply for for all those things. Charging phones, um, it's got a you know typically has a light or something on it. Yep. So super useful. Something that I think it should be included in every bug out bag. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know if we want to talk about these other ones, but the one last one I just want to go through. Do want to talk about is putting some hydration mixes into your pack. Oh, this is perfect, perfect. Because on the go, you need to stay hydrated. And what easier way to do that with like quick, boom, hydration pack, put it into your bottle, shake it up. You're good, right? <laughs> it sounded like you had a lot. I had a little bit of a lisp there for a second. <laughs> I noticed I, it too. <laughs> I noticed it too. I don't know where it came from. I just rolled with it. That's why I added a little bit to the oh, end there, man. right? Um, yeah. It is I don't it is. call you out as much. That's all right. I, I'm good with being called out. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. funny stuff. So, like, obviously, <laughs> what we recommend. What we recommend is it, hydration packs. Hydration packs. You want to stay hydrated, nobody. Uh, <laughs> widow hydration I We obviously prefer Element. Element. It's that cold that's getting you. I know, it really is. Because if you didn't know... Electrolyte deficiency and imbalances, they can cause headaches, cramps, fatigue, weakness. And who wants that when you're bugging out? Yeah, Not nobody. me. Yeah. So as people who want to be prepared and ready for anything, the last thing you need is something that will slow you down when you need to be ready the most. That's why we at Casual Preppers have teamed up with the fine folks at Element. It's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing that you don't. Uh, we think Element is perfect, again, for bug out bags and EDC kits. I have it in both of mine now. Yeah. Both of them. It contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio, 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 <sighs> milligrams of potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium and 5 billion milligrams of num nums. <laughs> it tastes so good. Yeah. Okay. Casual preppers listeners can get a free element sample pack when you make any purchase through our exclusive casual preppers link. The sample pack gives you one packet of every flavor, Cam, and that is fantastic. So also, they offer a no questions asked refund on all orders. <laughs> you don't even have to send it back. You say, I don't like it. Give me a refund. Yeah, you're wasting your time. Yeah. Not this. <clears throat> this offer can be claimed by first time and returning Element customers. So every time you go back and restock, use our link. You're going to get that free pack. Uh, head to drinkelement.com slash casualpreppers. 
Get your order, your free sample pack. That is drinkelma.com. It's perfect. Casual garden. You can just stuff them all into your bug out bags. Try it out in the meantime. Mm-hmm. It's Great. beautiful. Hey, Cam, we've got some reviews. We have the latest Battle Box. Uh, man, it's, so, it's always so fun when the Battle Box shows up. The first item in the box, in the basic box, we have a knife, you guys. Fox Edge, the <laughs> FE044. Oh, look at that wood. Wood. Mahogany tastes like paint <laughs> and wood. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Pretty cool. Then we got see the, if anybody can get yeah, that one. Tell us yeah. if you know that one. The Ready Rope Micro. Perfect for a bug out bag. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Nice little. Somewhere in there. It's in there somewhere, I promise. Oh, it's Ready Rope. Yep. Then we have the Clean Freak Flusher and the Clean Freak Body Wipes. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm this excited so about awesome. these. I, I have them in my vehicles. I have them in my bags. Yeah. I've used them, and oh, they're so nice. Keeps one in his I wallet. haven't used the B-hole ones. Yeah, I'm excited to use those. I am, too. See how nice and clean and fresh I one get. today. Yeah, right after this. Yeah. Uh, then we have the Silent XL Utility Faraday Bag. That's pretty cool. Silent Bag, we love those guys. Yeah, this is nice. They make great gear. They do. Then the Pro Box, we have the Barska Gladiator 10 to 30x 60 millimeter zoom binoculars. Oh, that's this. Yep. You can see it. It's in the box right here. Yep. And then the last item, knife of the month, is the Ruckin' River Ogeechee. Man, that is a big old knife. Yep. Got, Got a some. nice sheath. No doubt. Woo. And so that's the latest Battle Box, Mission 103. Use our code Casual Preppers for a free knife. We also have the latest Tack Pack, Cam. The first item in the latest tack pack is the Nomad Defense M-Lock Micro AFG and Rail Cover Combo. That is a mouthful. Yeah. You can't find it, but can't I promise it. it's there. Look at all this stuff. Man. Then we have the Amend 2 Mag, 30-round mag, baby. That's pretty AR-15 cool. M4 M16. Then we have the Mimetic Burn Pack. Ooh, Burn. New burn. Yep, that's pretty cool. I like that. That is a really awesome. Then we have the TAC AR-15 grip. That's right here. Foreskin grip. Sweet. No, just a regular grip. And then we have the Falco gunsmith mat. Oh, yeah, that big old <clears throat> Big old mat, big old tube. Look at that thing. Then we have the tactical turtle vinyl sticker. So much stuff. Yeah. And the last item is the Sylvan Arms Gen 3 FSA. Look at all this stuff. Yep. So, anyways, use our code Casual Preppers. You're going to get a free item. Man. That's pretty cool. That is a lot of stuff. I, don't I, know. Know. I don't know how they got it in there, but they I did it. I don't know how they did that. It's time for the quick and dirty medical tip. So, uh, real quick, I wanted to go over a few little, like, pre-packed, like, nice organized items that you can either use to add to your fact or you can just throw them in your bug out bag. Oh, yeah. So, Obviously, I'm a huge fan of MyMedic just because everything's nicely organized within their... Um, oh, we just got a MyMedic We did. And so that's a perfect example yeah. of what you can get. So um, they have all these kits. They have burn kits. They have travel, hiker, pet, med packs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm telling you, like a super easy way to just add additional medical supplies um, is to go to MyMedic and check out their uh, med packs. And it's high quality stuff. It's not yeah. that like cheap... Band-Aid stuff is going to fall off exactly. in 15 seconds. Exactly. Yeah. And so um, a few other items that I've found on Amazon that I think are pretty awesome. Um, this company makes a few uh, different um, little pre, pre-packed pre kits. So this is Rescue Essentials. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. talked about this one before. So this medication unit dose pack, Ooh, like it's only that. $6.99 and you get six 
individual packs of of two ibuprofen. And then you get four of aspirin, you get six packs of antihistamine, six of Tylenol, six or four of antidiarrheal, and then you get four antacids. So is that like, if you took one of each, is that like Cam's cure-all basically? That's basically it. Right? It's all in that pack. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. for like seven bucks, yeah, you awesome. get all these individual things that you can add to other med kits or, you know, or throw in a car or something like that. So um, they also make another one that's just ointments. So it has like aloe vera and Oink. it has a uh, Cam's cure-all ointment, Oink. triple antibiotic. Oinkments. But I like that. So you get several packs in a little pouch that you can use to kind of break up, um, break them up and put them into different uh, other packs. Okay. The other one is, um, this one is also on Amazon mm-hmm. and it is the... Uh, travel pack RX 73 tabs. Mm. So this one is for traveling and typically it has to do with, um, stomach problems. Oh yeah. Diarrhea, constipation, dizziness, um, allergy, <clears throat> allergic reactions, and then Tylenol. Nice. So pretty cool little travel pack full of, uh, individual meds that you can throw in your travel bag or something like that. So I thought that one was cool. And then the other one, I, I've talked, I think we both had this one on one of our, oh, this, yeah. this is the, the Coleman, Coleman kit. all-purpose mini first aid kit, 27 pieces. And inside this, you get six bandages, you get small bandages, butterfly, spot bandages, knuckle bandages. Knuckle. Yeah. Antiseptic wipes, steam relief, safety pins, antibiotic razor blade, and a reusable tin. Yeah, it's cool because the tin could be useful. In $5.50 sort of. for all this. <clears throat> so They're losing money. There's no way they're making money. I don't that. know how they're doing that. So that's a great one. Um, one we've recommended on one of our lists. I think it was when we were building our under yeah, $100. And then um, also on the list is the... Uh, Dr. Kids Acetaminophen Pre-Measured Singles. I kind of like this because um, it's always a hassle to to have a syringe and to like draw up the medicine and give it to your kids. This kit, um, I haven't looked to see if they have it for Tylenol, Ibuprofen, and, but it's just like a little pre-filled syringe. You just pop the top off, squirt it in the kid's mouth. That's cool. And it'll say like one to two based on weight. Yeah. So much easier. Um, so I think that's a really nice like med item that you can throw in packs. And then the last one on here is the portable travel uh, pack, also on Amazon. This one is portable travel size first aid kit 10 pack. Um, I really like this because it's like a really small little uh, package. And inside that you have also little packages that have Band-Aids, sanitation wipes, burn gel. I just like how clean it is. Um, This one is a little bit more expensive. You might look to my medic first, but mm-hmm. the, I, I like how nice and clean and organized this pack is that you can just, you get 10 of them, throw them in your vehicles and stuff like that. So I like that. That's pretty cool. So those are a few little things that I uh, had found that I found were, um, that I found that I find. Did you find them? That I find really nice um, to use. So yeah. cool. Like some of that. them I've purchased and, and I have uh, like that last one. I, I don't have that one, but pretty cool stuff. Like it just makes it easy and mm-hmm. organized way of having medicine and, um, like little first aid stuff that you can add to your own first aid yeah. or just throw in like a vehicle. So that's awesome. There you go. That's our episode for today, boys and girls. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we appreciate you like crazy. Again, a call to action here. Take out your phone. Please um, send this episode to a friend who might enjoy it. 
yeah. that haven't listened to us before. That Keep is us e- alive. That is the best way for us to grow and to get new listeners and, and to continue to do more content for you guys. We're doing our best to keep all this content free for you. That is our goal. Um, one day that might not be the case. We might have to do, you know, paid content. We don't want to do that. So no, we don't continue do to send out this podcast to friends of yours that yeah. you might like your it. bishop, your pastor, mm-hmm. your girlfriend, your, your concubine, your doctor, whatever you doctor, you, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do what you gotta do. All right, guys. Thanks. Stay survived.